This is At Home with the Oregonian. I'm Lizzie Acker. Each week we check in on some of Oregon's favorite people from a safe and responsible distance. Follow The Oregonian on Facebook or YouTube to watch these conversations live. Hello and welcome again to At Home with the Oregonian. I'm Lizzie Acker, a reporter for The Oregonian, and this is where we talk to some of Oregon's best people and find out how they're holding up um, during the pandemic. And we thought maybe this was going to be a short-lived show, but the pandemic turns out that it's not going to be a short-lived thing, so we're just still doing it. And today we have Katie Wynn. She is a Portland-based comedian, writer, and educator. Her work's been in The New Yorker, The New Yorker, and she's a regular at Helium Comedy Club, which is the cool comedy club, and she teaches high school Spanish language arts. Hello, Katie. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. Um, so we were just talking about Spanish language arts. That is like, at first I was like, oh, Spanish teacher, I know that. And then I was like, oh wait, a high school Spanish language arts teacher. Can you explain that? Right, so I teach Spanish, um, a couple classes of Spanish as a world language, which is more um, about language acquisition, learning the language if you don't already speak it or understand it. And Spanish language arts is like an English language arts class, but in Spanish. So we read articles and books and poetry and write short stories and poetry have Socratic seminars in Spanish. Um, wow. Most of the students are native speakers. So it's mm-hmm. um, we study a lot of heritage and identity and issues like that. That's cool. Uh, what, are you allowed to tell me what school that, that is? Yeah, I'm up at Roosevelt in North Portland. Oh, um, okay, cool. St. John's, yeah. Nice. Um, so I guess, well, you're a comedian and we'll talk about comedy, but of course the main, the thing that everyone's wondering is like, what is school gonna even be? Like, how, how are you going to be teaching Spanish language arts in the fall? Ah, uh, yeah, huh, that is yeah, a <laughs> question. Um, so we recently found out that at the very, very least, we won't have any in-person classes until November 5th. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that could be extended. Not sure how yeah. lucky that is. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really challenging. A lot of people have brought up about the fact that uh, distance learning surfaces a lot of equity issues, like a lot. Right. Um, so, and it's not just technology based. I mean, a lot of people think like, oh, well, if we can get them internet capable devices and Wi-Fi, then they'll be fine. Right. Um, but I mean, that's not taking into account a lot of other supports that we give. I mean, kids don't come to school and do all their classes in a computer lab. That's not really right. what it is. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of challenges supporting students who need it most, but I mean, all students need the social interaction. They need, um, one of the biggest losses in my mind um, in terms of having to do online distance is kind of how when you're an adolescent, you're figuring out different sides of your personality, right? Who are you at work? Who are you with your family? Who are you, you know, on the bus? Who are you in this mm-hmm. class? Who are you in this class? Um, just based on the different environments that we find ourselves in um, mm-hmm. and the people we're surrounded with, but all of a sudden we're all in one environment uh, with one set of people Um, so a lot of like exploration of identity and figuring out who you are and trying on different, um, you know, aspects of personality and mannerisms and like, you know, taste and that kind of thing. It's really limited right now. So, um, yeah, yeah. I know it's crazy to think of like all of the things, I don't know about your high school experience, but I would say like a hundred percent of the things I remember from high school are just things that happened, interactions with people that have, you know, like not, uh, we didn't even have the internet, you know, we did, but we barely had the internet, but like, 
I just can't even imagine how how this school year is going to be for kids and and every you know when you're a kid like every single year is so important it's not like for maybe some of us adults who are like eh, whatever it's a you know it's a couple months who cares but like when you're this is what I was actually thinking when when I was you know a freshman I had this boyfriend I went on a trip with my family for like a month and then of course broke up with him but before you know I was like deeply in love with this boy and even for the first two weeks of the trip I'm like writing him letters every day and by the end of the trip I had you know forgotten him completely <laughs> and like you know relationships go so fast in high school <laughs> those are important relationships you know like you're learning all this stuff about yourself but people are missing out on all that yeah, and people, I mean, it's often talked about, maybe not necessarily in in context of schools, but how nuance and sarcasm, all these things are lost online and really easily misinterpreted. And that causes a lot of interpersonal conflict among adults, much you know, and even more so among students who are doing so yeah. much communication online. Um, so like even if people are, you know, like excited to see each other or like being really genuine in their communication, it might not come off the way they want it to, and there's no way to clear it up at this point. There's no Oh my god. Like, yeah. yeah. You don't get to like see each other on Monday and be like, I wasn't, I didn't mean it that way, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It's rough. That's crazy. I, I'm glad that my baby is nine months old and not any other age, literally any other age. I feel like I got lucky. Yeah. But, absolutely. Um, well, how are you? Let, let me, let, let me look at my pandemic questions that I ask everybody. Yes. So um, how are you locked down in Portland? Are you, are you still, on lockdown are you just like going out to parties or how how serious are you about this lockdown <laughs> I, think it's serious. I mean the things that i do the most are canceled so in-person right. school and comedy shows um i wasn't a huge go hang out on a bar patio kind of person um mm -hmm. in the first place um so yeah i mean just given my work and my hobbies and that kind of things when i in my free time i like to do relatively solitary stuff get out of town anyway yeah. Um, the outdoors but yeah I'm I've been at home this is what this is day 138 or something like that 139 um yeah so it's sounds about right it's crazy how long it's been it's so long I mean like it is I I do talk about my baby too much I realize but when you have a baby you really like see how time passes in a really weird way because it, it's like she's she's turn into a person in the time that, and I'm just not sure my mom today was like she hasn't been sick a single day I'm like yeah because she hasn't seen a single person so oh. is there anything being written about or being researched about um young people's immune systems and how they I don't know I think that there was some talk about it definitely at the beginning I've, re I've read a couple things about it and um I think the stuff that I've mainly read is like eh don't worry about it. They'll get really sick once they do see people again. But it's just so strange because, you know, like even two months ago, it was like, well, this will be over soonish. So it's not like I'm gonna go on forever. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I just try to get her to eat dirt and stuff and just yeah build up yeah. her immune system that way. Totally <laughs> just feed yeah. her a little dirt every day. Yeah, um, the neighbor's yard, you want, you know, you right. want to get different. different. Yeah, a diversity. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think eating dirt is probably the most important thing we can do now for our immune systems. Yeah, grass is good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Grass. Good. Totally. <laughs> that's what that's what we're missing out on mostly. Right. I think of the maybe, earth. maybe we've found the problem, the, the solution to COVID nineteen is just eat grass and dirt and we should all be fine. Right under our nose. 
That's right, the whole time. Um, so how have you been doing comedy? Have you been doing comedy? Um, not, I mean, yes, here and there. It's mm -hmm. We did a, I, I have a weekly show, or I had a weekly mm -hmm. show before this all began, and we streamed it for a while, for a couple months. Some shows were good, some were not. It didn't really feel the same. Right. Um, one of the things is that I had three co-hosts, three co-producers, and we're all really good friends. And so a big part of that weekly show was meeting up for dinner and hanging out, hanging out after the show. Um, mm -hmm. So without that kind of like friend aspect of it, it it just felt different. And even comedians who who are doing shows, their sets are a little bit different, right? There's like a, mm -hmm. you have to address the elephant in the room. You kind of have to talk about it. And if you talk about this, you kind of have to talk about some like harsh stuff you know there's no like ignoring right. covid or black lives matter or anything like that right um but a lot of comics have been writing more um been really active on like social media mm -hmm. uh next week uh through helium comedy club they're offering uh camp helium which is programming mm -hmm. for kids um yeah from early education all the way up oh, to high school cool. I'll be yeah i'll be teaching the high school stand-up uh camp virtual camp oh that's pretty cool yeah i'm really excited um uh -huh. to i mean there's with young people, they're consuming so much news and media and content right now, and there's so much going on. I'm I'm really excited to see what kind of perspectives and thoughts they have on it, what what things they've been focusing on, what things have been more relevant for them. Um, yeah. So that's that's really exciting for me. Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if like like because at the beginning earlier, I guess not the beginning, but before all the protests started, I I feel like that I you know I I was part of a reading you know like a literary reading and stuff and we're I was doing more stuff like that and then it's it, after the protest started it felt a little like silly to do anything in a way you know it's just like well is this really what I should be spending my time on or like this is so I imagine yeah how do you address these things in in comedy or in in art it, it takes more you have to think about it and then it's like i don't know it's hard it's scary too <laughs> and i also think people have maybe gotten sick of zoom things yes as i say as i'm doing this show but you know like at first it was sort of novel and now it's like this again <laughs> yeah i mean it like it stimulates the same part of your brain that like that you assign to like a work call now right. it occupies the same space. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. That zoom fatigue is real for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we're just staring at our computers and there's none of that. Like, let's just stand here in the corner and like say something stupid to each other for five minutes. Yeah. There's no even like, Oh, look at that thing that we both just saw that. Right. <laughs> it's well, it's crazy. And actually, I think that's another thing about kids. Like, I heard this thing about middle schoolers, you know, and middle schoolers, even when they're talking online, they have nothing to talk about because all they talk about is the, like, interactions they had. So, like, how are you going to gossip? There's, like, nothing to gossip about. Or, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Look what this person posted on the Internet. I guess you can gossip about that. But, like, none of the, like, fun stuff, like, you know who was holding hands with who in the hall, et cetera. Yeah, it's just kind of like between COVID and, and Black Lives Matter, it, it kind of, COVID has like taken away all the tiny interactions and the tiny like stimuli and all the tiny um, experiences we have every day. 
-hmm. And so like, we're not focused on that. And also Black Lives Matter is this huge thing that all of a sudden we're asking people to reckon with like the history of, you know, of the country and all across the globe. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's this really interesting thing where like we're zoomed out all of a sudden and trying to like understand all these systems that we've been participating in, perpetuating Mm -hmm. um, and like really trying to, remove ourselves from the center of it. Um, and at the mm-hmm. same time, it is hard to find ourselves in the center of it. If the same day is every single day. And when somebody asks you what's new, you're like, I ordered a new kind of cereal. Target. <laughs> right. make peanut butter checks. Did you know they make peanut butter checks? <laughs> yeah. What? This is a big day for me. I ordered it. It's coming tomorrow. So tomorrow's also going to be kind of a big day. Yeah. yeah, I know. I have found that like, I, f- I get too much joy from ordering things online. Like it might be like this thing that I'm like, like it could be a problem. It's a good thing that I have a husband who's like, maybe don't spend all of our money on stupid things. Like I don't even need new clothes. Why do I need new clothes? Yeah. What? No, I don't. I could just wear a swimsuit all day. No one would even know. No. Except for like one day a week when I do this show. But you only need one shirt for that, right? I know. Nobody knows. And I bet you there's like some sort of filter I could put on so it would look like I was wearing different shirts or something. Oh. I, bet I don't is. know. I don't know if that's true. I don't understand technology. But, mm. um, anyway, well, I guess that's one of my my uh, pandemic questions is have, have you been buying anything crazy online? Is there anything that you regret or don't regret? You know, something that you would not have bought online before. Mm, buying online I I'm not gonna I'm pretty frugal in terms of buying stuff I'm very good at like do I need this like almost to a point where probably don't enjoy life as much as I should sometimes I've been making weird things oh Um, what have you been making I uh if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter um Mm -hmm. you'll have seen I uh three years ago at a comedy show that was sponsored by Monster Energy Drink Mm -hmm. uh they gave me a swag bag that had a large men's or a medium men's monster energy drink t-shirt. And I was recently cleaning out my closet and I found it and I was like, this is like brand new. So I don't want to throw it away. What can I do with it? Mm-hmm. And then I looked over at my keyboard and it was one of those like chocolate peanut butter moments. And I had just dusted my keyboard and it's like, yeah. takes a lot of work. It's like 88 keys. You got to get between the things. Oh, yeah. and I was like, I need a dust cover for this keyboard. And I was looking at this monster shirt. And I'm like this, would be perfect and i yeah. ended up cutting it up sewing by hand spent, a, spent an afternoon uh, a dust cover for my for my keyboard for Mo- monster that yeah is amazing yeah real that- unhinged yeah <laughs> <laughs> unhinged or genius right i didn't have to I mean, buy anything you didn't have to buy anything you now have a monster energy branded keyboard cover which is like something monster energy you maybe might want to buy from you i could because, sponsorship would be. yeah they could be they could be pivoting from energy drinks to just like a nice clean work environment you yeah. know like a so, so, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh i oh man right here i actually i understand the desire to like make things like but I have been doing a lot of like stereotypical baking mm. and I've been making like biscuits. Ooh. Like, I didn't, I realized you can make biscuits. Like biscuits are like the best thing. Well, not the best thing, but like when you go out to eat, you know, and there's like biscuits, it's like, this is amazing. Yeah. Biscuits. You just put butter on them and jam. And then I learned you can make them. 
Oh, are you don't pretty, have to go. Yours pretty buttery. Uh, yeah, lots of butter. Yeah, yeah. I I actually go through so much butter. I have to. Sometimes I have to. The only people that we really see are my parents because they watch my kid two days a week, and sometimes I'll have to be like, "Mom, can you order me some <laughs> extra butter in your groceries?" Because we just did a grocery order and I'm out of butter. I like have made so many butter based because I don't know if you know this, but butter actually improves everything oh if you yeah like spaghetti sauce put butter in that oh highly recommend uh yeah okay it's okay. good it's i mean it's butter so yeah it's good yeah it's like i do that. remember as a as a little little kid i was probably a toddler or something opening mm -hmm. the fridge and like the butter and i would i like would, <laughs> like eat it it's like a, not like not like a more oh yeah like just a, like a little yeah, moderation. Right. Um, well, it um, makes sense. I mean, I will lick a butter knife. I'm not like above oh, that. That's, that's Man, butter sounds nice. really good. I feel like maybe I should make something with butter after this. Yeah, um, I'm feeling that. <laughs> it's like so hot though. It, I don't know. Is it hot where in your house? Do you have air conditioning? I don't have air conditioning, but I'm very fortunate uh, in that the way the the way my apartment is facing and how it is, it stays like 15 to 20 degrees cooler than outside. Like oh. Times. Yeah, it's like 75 degrees in here. That's actually a pretty nice temperature. Yeah. I don't know. My parents' house right now is like just too warm. But it's probably only 80 degrees in here, but it just feels like at least it's I'm not outside. It could be worse. 80 with no breeze is feels warm. I would yeah. Say. Yeah, and my hair, I got a haircut, like the most dangerous thing I've done lately is get a haircut, which is, yeah, it's really, it was terrifying. Um, we all wore masks and I, I, it was good. I mean, I like, my hair was like really long and it's a little bit like bushy as you can tell. And so now when it's down, it's like wearing a hat. Like it seems like it should be cooler, but it's not. Oh, but it's dark though. Yeah, it's dark and just like, whew. So I probably should have gone shorter, like all the way. All the I'm way? not sure my head is shaped. I'm not sure my head is shaped well for a. No, I can't. I can never do that. I have several noticeable dents in my skull, <laughs> and I and I think a lot about how that would look. Yeah, um, I don't think it would look good. It feels interesting. It wouldn't look. Good. I don't yeah. even know how you would shave it, right? Because if there's like a little like crater that is like smaller than the razor, you know what I mean? Like, can oh, you? Oh yeah. Even... I don't know. You'd have. I mean, I. But I'm sure, like, yeah. I don't. I don't know how you'd do that. There's some girls, you know, who look so cute with a shaved head. Oh yeah. But my theory about those girls is they just look so cute. So like, they're the kind of girls who are like, here's a paper bag. You look beautiful. You're. A beautiful princess. I'm not yeah. one of those. Well, they got nice skulls, you know? They we don't nice know skulls. who's got nice yeah. skulls. It's Maybe. true. You have to really take the risk to find out. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that would. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe we should all do it. I don't know. Um, I don't lose at this point. Yeah, nothing. Like, who's going to see us, honestly? I don't know. Are you locked down with anybody? Are you. Yeah, I live with my partner, but he's he goes into the office every day. So okay, oh, so that's nice. You have something to talk about. Yeah, what's it like <laughs> on the outside? What is the news of the outside? Yeah. What are people like today? Like on the frontier, waiting for the 
for the mail to come on, from some guy on right. a horse. <laughs> once, once a month, just please, please bring me something interesting. Yeah, no, I'm too, um, I, I'm too glued to social media with everything going on, though. A lot of news on social me media. Me too. Have you found any way to, like, moderate your social media intake? No, no, mm -hmm. not at all. <laughs> I It was suggested that I don't look at it first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take all the suggestions in first, let them, like, stew, and then decide. Yeah, I, I mean, it's that kind of thing. I feel like a lot of quarantine has been folks giving out sound advice that they know they should follow, mm -hmm. uh, but not following it themselves. Right, yeah. I've done that. Like, oh, yeah, I have tons of advice I could give you. <laughs> you know, a lot of advice that I know is good, but would never. <laughs> not necessarily. Set a routine myself. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Get some exercise. Get showered. Don't just eat M and M's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People can get off their high horse right about now. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything like anything good that you can say has come out of this? I know. <laughs> Look, these questions I wrote early in the pandemic. <laughs> 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 Maybe we can find something good wow. here. No, I. I mean, I guess there's probably some, there's some good things, I'm sure. But, well, maybe. What do you think? Has, has there been anything good that has come out of the pandemic? The lockdown? As Personally? Whole, I, for me, it really depends on, like, what I focus on, I suppose. Mm -hmm. It's, like, when I'm reading the news and I'm seeing, like, really tragic stuff or really, like, callous, like inhumane treatment of you know people in power people who don't have power mm. I, have, I have a really hard time i don't thinking about that but if i surround myself with people who are trying to make changes and who are focused on you know hope and that kind of thing that is really inspiring for me yeah. um, so i mean like attending demonstrations and events around black lives matter um while yes admittedly there is like a level of perform performative allyship that's out there I have also seen, you know, seen a lot of people really stand up and mm -hmm. start to speak out and try to educate themselves. And obviously it's not something that's going to be fixed really fast. And a lot of people are going to still have a million blind spots and um, evil people are still in power, but it is, I think seeing people um, shift their focus has been good. Um, yeah. People kind of forced to shift their focus away from themselves um, and away from these systems that we've been complacent with being a part of. And now we're seeing the need for change. Obviously mm -hmm. we're in a place where it's hard to enact change when like people who have the authority and the power to do that aren't mm -hmm. on the same level. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think just, I think um, while the United States is a pretty like individualistic kind of culture, I think people are starting to see the value of having a more collectivistic kind mm -hmm. of attitude about your community and um, your place mm -hmm. in it. Um, so I think that shift is good. Um, hopefully we yeah. can kind of keep it going, um, mm -hmm. kind of sustain it. I know for a lot of folks, that's, that'll be kind of hard because it requires rethinking a lot of things. Right. Uh, Changing our entire culture kind of. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But so much just changed. I mean, I think that's what's so interesting is like our lives just dramatically changed. And I feel like that means, oh, where's the baby? Um, that means that there is the possibility in a way, like if we could, if we could change within a month, like all of our lives, the way we did everything, then maybe we can actually 
my mom is trying to get the baby to crawl over here, but she doesn't like to be told what to do. Mm. Um, you know, but maybe there is this possibility. I feel like there is this possibility that these things that have like that created our our country, which are just so terrible, <laughs> we can actually face them. And maybe I mean, yeah. And I mean, it's yeah. That I mean, just mm-hmm. just thinking about the possibilities is huge um, mm-hmm. and not forgetting about it. And just, we're seeing a lot of, <gasps> hello. <laughs> Sorry, we got, it got really serious. So I thought we should just bring in the baby. Yeah. Can you say hi, Nona? Hi. It's Katie. Say hi. All she wants is to see people on a screen. And then she, when she does, she's like, what is this? Yeah. Nona? I guess I guess maybe you're a little shy because you're not wearing a shirt right now. Mm. Modesty culture. <laughs> we don't have that in our family. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, sorry, I interrupted you with this. Oh, no worries. Tiny person, but um, yeah, maybe we are seeing this change. Was that what you were? Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, um, something along those lines. I got yeah. But yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, the, just people. I mean so many people need to be forced to consider what it's like for other people and people are being forced to do that now. So like, while it is unfortunate that people are being abducted off the streets, um, it is forcing a lot of people to think about how ICE operates, you know, and it's, and it would be nice if people could just like read about it and understand it and have empathy, but a lot of people can't. Um, Yeah. Aren't wired to, aren't socialized to think that way or to consume things that way. um, Right. Media that way. So, you know, like a lot of people are, kind of forced to be or being for, faced with you know kind of forced cases where they have to empathize with other people for once in their lives yeah yeah i think that's true i hadn't thought about that but i think like sometimes i'm like how are people just finding out about this you know like where were you did you not have like how how is it that you didn't realize that our country was based on like violence and you know kidnapping rape all these things it's crazy that to me that people didn't know about it and then but I think you're right like maybe for a lot of people they have to almost experience it you know you know or like or fear it at least yeah yeah there's yeah fear it maybe like there's just so many it's it's hard to to figure out what motivates people (laughs) but it, it does seem like there's a lot of people right now who are in a much more precarious situation than they've ever been in. Yeah. I mean, COVID too. I mean, every, everything yeah. that's going on right now is, is making people learn what it's like for other folks. I and mean, even, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's like everything has been just exposed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, even the school thing is so interesting because it's like, suddenly we have to face the fact that, you know, being a working parent is really difficult in this, you know, and, and that there's such inequity and we can't just expect people to do the right thing. We have to have systems that work for everybody or else it's just going to completely fall apart. I, I'm curious. I really like what's going to happen. <laughs> like if you have a five-year-old and you are supposed to go work at Safeway, but you're also supposed to be teaching you know your kid it's just not yeah how does that work i don't even know i mean i don't know how i 
do my job with a baby, but at least I have support and I can work from home. Yeah, and it's it's not the kind of thing where like one person has to take one for the team. Like literally everybody suffers right. in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's not good for anybody. Who is it good for? It's not good for Safeway. It's not good for you know, the our culture. There's my mom in the background. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, that was Things are hard now, but there's at least it's summer. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got have you gone outside at all? I have. <laughs> you ever... I've gone outside. I've gone to the Dishes River a couple times. I got yeah, ice cream the other day and went and got ice cream. I left the house what? just to get ice cream and come back. Where'd you get ice cream? Uh Baskin Robbins. Oh my gosh. I love a Baskin Robbins mint chocolate chip. I could go for that right now. Mm. What flavor did you get? I got chocolate peanut butter. My grandma's favorite thing. Chocolate peanut butter ice cream at Baskin Robbins. You can bring me the baby. We're almost done. Sorry. <laughs> well, this has been a, just a lovely conversation. Yeah. No, I'm glad I got to talk to you because um, I also like to talk to new people, even though I have talked to you before, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, face to face. Yeah, it's been face. So do you remember the first time we talked? What that was about? Was it about uh, tiny hands? Yeah, it was about, <laughs> it was about like, the pack. I, I think about. actually you had a very kind of famous. We haven't even talked about it, but that was pretty big. That 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 went pretty viral, didn't it? They they put a lot of work into the commercial that they aired on TV, and that got yeah. a ton of press. And then yeah, we we did pretty well. And they actually redirected their efforts. Um, now they're, they're the oh, same folks who do people yeah. to the polls. Um, oh, cool. So there's some activists who are big voter registration, that kind oh. of thing. So now they'll mm -hmm. send pizza to folks waiting hours and hours in line at the polling place if you want to donate to wow. people to the polls. That's a lot of good stuff. That's awesome. I, I just want you to know that what's happening right now is my, my parents are both staring at me and my baby is trying to get the computer. Here. Hey. Oh. Hey, it's a it's fun over here. Well, can you tell us before we go where people can find your um your comedy? I, we know where, where they can learn language arts, Spanish language arts from you, but they would have to be a high school student at Roosevelt High School for that. So, um, if they're interested in checking out your comedy or maybe your uh, Monster Energy keyboard covers, yeah. Uh, so on social media, Instagram, Twitter, um, you can find me at KT Nuggin, K-T-N-U-G-G-I-N. Um, you can check out that keyboard dust cover. Spend a lot of time mm -hmm. on that. Please check it out. Um, Maybe what an Etsy store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One good thing about the pandemic. <laughs> and um, I have a website, blue-win.com. Um, and I'm also the I'm also the teacher of stand up at Healy in Portland. We're thinking maybe classes will start back up again in the fall. We don't know at this point, but if you're ever interested in trying out a comedy class, uh, check it out. That's awesome. And if you're a high schooler, uh, this this comedy camp is starting. Yes, next week, um, Camp Helium. So if you know any young people, I'm mm -hmm. going to teach the the teenager stand up, but there's also programming mm -hmm. for middle schoolers and elementary schoolers as well, improv games, that kind of thing. Uh, check elementary out the school. comedy club. Yeah, um, they have programming for all ages. It's starting next week. I think it's an hour a day, Monday through Friday. Um, mm -hmm. So if anybody's interested in that, if you know any young people who are funny and like to make people laugh, you should check it out. This one. Yeah. You ready to do, are you ready to do stand up, Nona? Not hit me in the boobs. Um, 
Well, thank you so much. That was, it was great to talk to you and I hope you uh, stay safe. And um, for everyone else, our show is streamed on. <laughs> she wants something that I'm not gonna give her live on Facebook. Um, our show is streamed on Facebook and YouTube. You can follow The Oregonian uh, there to make sure that you see every episode. It's also available as a podcast. And you can find that at OregonLive.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Lizzie Acker. Wash your hands. You know, wear a mask. Science has proven it. And uh, stay safe. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, you can help spread the word by telling a friend or by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks.